Hi there, this is Ella Starr with your Key Races and Bets podcast for Saturday, September 17th, 2022. As always, this Key Races and Bets podcast, as well as the Key Races and Bets blog, brought to you by amwager.com, A-M-W-A-G-E-R.com, a great, completely legal online wagering website. Amwager.com has great tools, great perks, and is legal for residents of most states, covers most tracks in North America as well as many throughout the world. Check it out, Amwager.com. While you're there, you can get the blog, which is the written version of this, by going to Amwager.com, clicking on How to Bet and Ellis Dar's blog. We're going to start with Race 11 at Monmouth on Saturday, September 17th, the Now, Now, Now Stakes, post 454 Eastern. And you may never have heard of this race, but it's very significant for two-year-olds who run along on grass. It's one of the few stakes leading to the Breeders' Cup at Juvenile Turf, and it carries a purse of a half a million dollars. As such, 10 aspiring two-year-olds have signed on. El DeChimi gets slight preference, opening at 4-1 to one with Oxymore and Bramble Breeze. The other two horses, I feel, are win contenders. El DeChimi finished second in a dirt sprint July 23rd, and one month later stretched out to a mile around two turns, still on dirt. On August 21st, he showed a ton of maturity that day, relaxing and fourth in the early stages, rallying three paths wide to win, drawing off by seven lengths. Paco Lopez takes over, and that's a big sign, as is the 76 Equibase speed figure, which, with logical improvement in his second two-turn race, is good enough to win. As for breeding, for turf, there's all he, one can ask for as he's a son of Cairo Prince, who's by great turf sire, pioneer of the Nile, and of a mare who has produced three other horses which have won turf routes from four other foals, excluding El DeChimi. Oxymore will likely go favored as he calls the Chad Brown barn home and gets Jose Ortiz to ride with Ortiz looking like he's taking off an entire day at Aqueduct. The gelding is two for two, and both wins were on turf, but they were sprints, so he's giving away experience of two-turn race to El DeChimi and Bramble Breeze Blaze, who we'll talk about in a second. Oxymore's Dam has also produced a turf route winner. He led from start to finish in both starts to date, and there are others who are also stretching out who might want the lead, such as Tyrone, Power Attack, and maybe Conman from an outside post. So, Oxymore could have his work cut out for him, but... Knowing Chad Brown, he may have trained the horse to sit off the pace early. In that case, Oxymore has to be considered a contender for some wagers, but likely not win bets, as he's going to go to post at low odds. Bramble Blaze has experienced many of these lack as he won first out on turf in a route over the course at Monmouth on August 14th at this mile distance. He rallied from next to last in an eight-horse field and was pulling away late. Bramble Blaze is bred to be any kind. He's a half-brother to Bramble Bay, who won $400,000 winning seven races on the grass, and another horse who won almost $300,000 winning nine races, but on dirt. Bramble Blaze earned a 75-figure first out, pretty similar to El DeChimi's 76-figure, and can easily improve off the experience of a race. In the now, now, now stakes, race 11 at Monmouth, post 453 Eastern Saturday, September 17th. I'm looking for win bets on El DeChimi and Bramble Blaze at 5 and 2 or higher, and I will bet both. And when betting two or more horses to win, the best thing to do is try and dutch the bet, which means to prorate based on the odds. Amwager.com has a free and easy to use dutching tool where you pick the horses and then set the amount you want to bet or the amount you want to win. 
and all the math is done for you. This is just one of many tools and perks available for the better at AmwayTrue.com. For the exacta, we're going to play two here. One is a box of Elder Chimmy, Oxymore, and Bramble Blaze. And the second is going to be Elder Chimmy, Oxymore, and Bramble Blaze over Elder Chimmy, Oxymore, and Bramble Blaze. Plus, we're going to add Love Me Not, Con Man, and Web Slinger in second. Love Me Not, Con Man, Web Slinger. Web Slinger. A couple of those are double digits. Moving up to Woodbine for a great card on Saturday. The Seaway Stakes, race 8 on Saturday the 17th with a post of 4.55. Top three contenders in the field are Hazelbrook, Super Sensation Lee, Spitespear. But the value insofar as win bets and profits in exotics lies with Hazelbrook who opens at 8-1. to one. In spite of having won three in a row in three races this meeting, including the very similar grade 3 Hendry Stakes July, the 8-1 to one line is pretty high. She's won five of seven to date, and if you assume something went amiss in her final start of 2021 a year ago because she wasn't seen again for nine months, her record's even better. Hoyt has been up for all five wins and knows how to get it to run well, and since she won the Sweetbriar Two Stakes over the track last month, she put in a fantastic work of 47 and 8 tenths, which says she's holding form good enough to win. Super Sensational has earned nearly a half million to date and nearly won the Grade 2 Royal North Stakes on turf in June following eight months off. On the other hand, she has a record of three wins, five seconds, and a third compared to five wins, no seconds, and a third for Hazelbrook and six wins, one second, and two-thirds for Lady Spitespear. On the other hand, Super Sensational has run extremely well at the distance, having winning twice, and Husbands gets back on today. After the Philly missed by head in the great three caress on grass in July, having her written her just three times previously, twice to wins, the other to the head defeat in the Royal North. Lady Spitespear, as mentioned, has won more than half a race of 6 to 12, including two of two on the main track she's running over here. Last November, Lady Spitespear won the higher level grade two best Arabian stakes following a win. She enters this race off a win, cutting back in distance from mile on the 16th around two turns to this one turn trip as well which certainly doesn't hurt her chances. If there's one knock, it's she opens at 2-1, to one, probably the favorite, and went to post even money last time out. In the Seaway Stakes, Race 8 Woodbine, post time 4.55 Eastern, on Saturday the 17th, Hazelbrook's the win bet at 2-1 to one or better, for sure. For the exacta, I want to box Hazelbrook and Super Sensational, and I want to box Hazelbrook and Lady Spitespear. I'm going to not box the two favorites, of course. And then we should also play, even just for a minimum dollar, play an exact of Hazelbrook overall, just in case something wacky happens. And then there's some nice doubles to play from this race into the Woodbine Mile, the Rico Woodbine Mile Race 9. I'm going to play three doubles here. The first is going to be Hazelbrook in Race 8 with Ivar, Wakanaka, Finest Sound, Modern Games, Cheryl Spite, and Homer Screen in Race 9. That's Hazelbrook here. With Ivar Wakanaka, Finest Sound, Modern Games, Cheryl Spite, and Homer Screen in the next. The second is going to be a cold daily double of Hazelbrook in this race and Modern Games in the next. And the last is going to be Hazelbrook, Super Sensational Lady Spitespear here. That's Hazelbrook, Super Sensational Lady Spitespear in race 8. With Ivar, Finest Sound, and Cheryl Spite in race 9. This leaves out the favorite Modern Games, but we're trying to maximize profit. Moving on to the big race, the $1 million Rico Woodbine Mile Race 9 Kentucky at Woodbine, post time 5.35 Eastern on Saturday the 17th. Modern games will likely be the prohibitive favorite, so we need to find a horse or horses comparable to him, and Ivar fits the bill. 
Ivar ran as fast winning the 2020 Shadwell Turf Mile as Modern Games is running his races this year, earning a 122 Echo Base speed figure. Ivar ran nearly as fast in Top Company last November when third with a 117 figure with the best milers in the world in the Breeders' Cup Mile before taking eight months off. As if he had run just a month or two earlier and not eight months off, Ivar won his comeback in July when victorious in the Schuster Memorial Stakes. Likely to improve significantly second off the layoff, his second start of 2022, Ivar can put, put, be expected to be putting in a strong late run here, and if Modern Games isn't up the task, he can get the second grade one win of his career. Now there's no doubt Modern Games is a good horse, not only that, but trainer Charlie Appley has a tremendous record the last five years, 15 wins and 38 races shipping to the U.S., almost all for graded stakes, 7 for 13 using jockey William Buick, as he's doing here. One of those wins came in last year's Breeder Cup Juvenile, where Modern Games went to post as a 2-1 favorite in a field 14 and won pretty easily after breaking slowly. Making his debut as a 3-year-old this past May in England, Modern Games won a Group 2 race at a mile and finished 3rd and 5th before facing Oldie for the first time, as he's doing here, and finished 2nd in the Group 2 Sussex Stakes. His four Echo Bay Speed figures this year are 125, 121, 19, 119, and if... Ivar really didn't have a 120 here. Modern Games would be a total standout. But he certainly is very likely to add Appleby's record of first or second in races in North America. Cheryl Spite won the similar grade one Maker's Mark Mile this past April, which was his third win and second stakes win in a row. He earned a 110 for that effort, went off form a little bit since then, but has a chance to redeem himself here because one of the races since then was on dirt, he surface he has no liking for, and the other was, when he shipped a Woodbine for a seven furlong race, I think it's just a prep for this. He put an excellent five furlong workout at 59 and four, best of 46 since then, which signals Cheryl Spites coming back in top form. And although 110 is a little short of the 120 needed to win here, he's more likely raced, and I wouldn't rule him out as a contender based on his Maker's Mark effort this past April. The last contender we'll talk about is Finest Sound, has more second-place finishes five than wins in his career four, but like Modern Games, running against some of the best in Europe. He finished second in the Celebration of Mile Stakes in his most recent race, earning a 116 figure, and earned a 120 in March when second in the Jebel Hada Stakes. His regular rider, Andrea Atzeni, comes in from England to ride. And the Rico Woodbine Mile raced nine at Woodbine on Saturday, September 17th, post 535 Eastern. Ivar is a win bet at two to one or better. And for smaller amounts, you can consider wind bets on Cheryl Spite and Finest Down at 5 to 1 or better. And using a Dutchie tool, you don't have to worry about that because the odds are separated. So when you set it to the amount you want to bet or you want to win, the bets are prorated so you get the most value if any of them wins. It's a great race for a Dutching tool. For the exactas, we got a bunch here. First one's going to be a box of Ivar and Modern Games. The second is going to be a box of Ivar, Modern Games, and Cheryl Spite. The third is going to be a box of Ivar, Modern Games, and Finest Sound. And the last is going to be exact the part wheel of Ivar and Modern Games over Ivar and Modern Games, Wakanaka, Finest Sound, Shrill Spite, and Homer Screen. That's Ivar and Modern Games over Ivar, Modern Games, Wakanaka, Finest Sound, Shrill Spite, and Homer Screen. Trying to take advantage of the horses which have the most probability, but get some long shots in there as well. Don't forget, if you want to get the written version of this Key Races and Bets podcast, which is the blog, 
Go to amwager.com, A-M-W-A-G-E-R.com. Click on How to Bet and Hello Stars blog. If you're not a member, while you're there, look around. It's free. It's open to residents of most states and covers most tracks in North America and many around the world. Thanks so much for listening. We'll talk to you next week.